0: This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Finally, Friday, welcome to WTMJ Nights. Oh my goodness, we've reached the end of the week, but uh, not completely, because we've got a little bit of show and we want you to get involved. 855-616-1620, that of course. The old National Bank talk text line, old National Bank. Get old. It is Friday. Tommy is here producing. So if you call in, be nice to Tommy. He's uh, His whole schedule this week has been twisted around. He doesn't know what day it is, where he is, who's hosting, what kind of show it's going to be. So be nice to him. He needs it. I, we all need it, right? Because now we're looking forward to tomorrow. And by looking forward, I mean with dread. Because oh, uh, the winter weather advisory, which leads us to the text question of the night. Up to I don't know, could be three to six inches, maybe seven inches of snow forecast for tomorrow. Late March snow. Excited or completely over it? Should be for me. It's an easy one. It is a no brainer. Yeah, what eight, a toss five, five, up question for the text question there. It is just. It's an easy one tonight. It's Friday. Uh, this is on my mind, and then I hear uh, I hear Jessica giving the weather forecast during the news. I'm reading this uh, the stories and the updates on the weather, and I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. You, are you are you at all excited, Tommy, that on March 25th? There's a chance to get another seven inches here in Milwaukee. Absolutely not. I mean, no snow.
1: Not, not for it. Not for it at all. Seems like the weather has shifted months now, too. We get a lot milder Decembers and a lot harsher Marches now. That's just my observation over the last few years.
0: I love your meteorological takes. Uh, you know, I always ask you to have a few ready just in case. I wanted to hear what you thought mm-hmm. about the bomb cyclone in California the yeah. other night. Unfortunately, you weren't here. Didn't make it. So I missed out on that. I don't know if you're a big fan of bomb cyclones or not, uh, but a fan I, that we don't have them here. Are are you really? I'm not. We have thunderstorms. We have tornadoes. We have hail. We have heart attack snow, which is what we're getting tonight. That wet slushy stuff. Where uh you know that's how I try to try to get out of shoveling. I go, you know, but it's it's heart attack snow, which is why at the beginning of the winter. I bought a new snow thrower i've said this before i bought the new snow thrower have yet to use it because every time the weather monkeys predict uh, a lot of snow it doesn't come this one they're not really hedging their bets the last two they were like well you know it could change a little bit or if the line moves up or down this one they're pretty much saying oh my gosh it's gonna be gross yeah um Listen, no, if somebody said get re- there's more important things to be worrying about than a little bit of snow. In the whole scheme of things, in the big picture, 414 Dexter, sure, I'd agree with you. But uh, for tonight, you know, listen, we've got other things to talk about. And there's other things to worry about. But top of mind is we're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be just a slushy, snowy, horrible mess. So that's this is Wisconsin. After all, we should be able to expect. No, it's, it's the end of March. If you have, if you've made it this far in the uh, in the year without big snows, we're, we should be over it. All right. Taylor in River Hills is excited about the snow because I can make a ton of money doing DoorDash on Sunday or Saturday night. Uh, your producer is correct. April is now March. Look at that. Tommy getting some backup right away. Within minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Do you remember when it was hot during Summerfest? Which time? Uh, it doesn't get hot now until the middle of July. Things are ch- Listen, for all, right, all of these texts, what we should do is save all these texts for any time climate change comes up and people go, the climate's not changing. What are you out of your mind? Uh, everybody's going, yeah, remember when it used to be hot in the summer and cold in the winter, and now it's kind of... Really cold in the spring, and then eh, in its the definitely summer shifted. And then in the fall. it's shifted I, I get that because now
1: September seems to be warmer as well too yes.
0: yeah, you do get you do get all that that Indian summer or the second wave, and I love it. I love September and October to be warm um you know end of October you're getting a little crisp, but by March we just listen to spring training baseball. I know it's in Arizona, but I don't want to listen to Bob Euchre do a call, and then me outside having to plug in my uh, plug in my snowblower. It's been pretty crappy weather in
1: Arizona for them too.
0: I know, but not uh,
1: horrible Arizona. I was weather. just talking with Dom yesterday. He said it didn't get up to eighty once during spring training there. Hold on, I'm going to get a violin. And I, I'm going I to play it, Dom, I get a little it. boohoo music. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm yeah, just saying, no. for Arizona standards, I think we're <laughs> you know. Even they're feeling it.
0: All right. So what are we saying now? The whole the whole country's weather sucks, and uh, nobody should be happy. We uh, yeah. should all just bite the bullet. Other than San and, Diego, and, San Diego is always perfect. Always
1: perfect. Hawaii, they're chilling.
0: Yeah. All right, but see, as much as Hawaii, Hawaii, I think I always think of as its own place. I know it's a state. I'm very happy. I've I've been there. It's gorgeous. I don't, you know, I don't lump them in with the rest of the contiguous United States. No, for
1: sure not. It's way out of the way. It's more oh, out of the way than people think. I think too. A South Pacific Island. It's I want to say five hours behind us. So that puts them three hours
0: behind Pacific. Uh, it's is it three or four hours from L.A. on the flight? I think it's a four-hour flight from L.A. to Hawaii. And it's like four hours from here to L.A. Yeah, yeah, that's time a far zone, try because yeah. L.A. is L.A. is two hours behind us time wise. Yep. Yeah, so you're right about the time zones. I think it's four hours behind us time zones. It's eight hours to fly. The 414 is running a half marathon outdoors on Sunday. I'm not really all that worried about the snow. No, not see that's the weird. That's the weirdest thing. Uh, do, do people run know, half Sunday, marathons in the winter? Jeez, people pe- runners are. Runners are insane. I'm going to say it, you know, I know you can chase me down runners. So I'm, I'm taking my, uh, my safety into my own hands because you'll catch me no matter what happens. But I, I know a woman who is one of those ultra marathoners and it, it's their whole being. So yeah, in the winter to, I did, I've done some five K's like around Christmas time, but I only did them. So, cause my wife wanted to, cause they gave out really big, cool medals and even then, I'm just kind of briskly walking for a for 5K. But runners, you see them out even when it's below zero. I've seen people in my neighborhood running, and I'm like, what are you training for? Not worth are, it. Are you afraid somebody's <laughs> going to chase you? Do you, ha- do you have a car if you need to make an escape? I know you want to be athletic and stuff, but to run outside when it's below zero and you have to wear so much stuff over your mouth so that your lungs don't freeze, that that's – I don't. I don't get it. I guess it's better
1: than running on a treadmill to runners, right? They like to experience it. Treadmills are so boring,
0: right? But if it's twenty below zero, wind I, chill. What's the trade?
1: I don't know. Yeah. What do what they? What do they prefer? Any runners? Isn't
0: the yeah? But isn't the running the running? I get it. In ideal conditions, of course, I would rather ride a bike outside than ride an exercise bike in the gym. But if it's you know deathly cold outside. I'll take, I'll take one for the team and ride the exercise bike that day. Um, you know, everything is better outdoors for the most part exercise-wise if you're, you know, running or walking or uh, any of that. But there comes a point where the line is crossed and you've gone from enthusiastic amateur athlete to loon when you're willing to put your own health at risk just so you can keep uh keep doing that or maybe you just love the way you look in those really tight thermal uh thermal running ensembles maybe this is why we're not runners oh i listen i'm barely a walker i i've never understood it the whole running thing um because i was all i was as a kid i was heavy so i was never a good runner and running to me was always i always deemed it as a punishment because like in football and stuff or basketball you if you did something wrong you had to run laps you had to run suicides you had to do so to me running was never pleasurable it was either punishment or to escape and that's why yeah i don't i don't run listen that's your thing. God bless you. Doug says, I'm so sick of this. Opening day is less than a week away. Forecast for opening day is snow showers. Why start so early in an outdoor stadium? Should be fun. Opening day in the Midwest is always crazy. Um, Just, you never know. Are are we going to see a baseball game or are we going to see the frozen tundra again? I ran at the uh, Pettit Center when it got real cold. I hate to run, but was USAR. I don't know what that, that's some sort of acronym. Any ideas, Tommy? USAR. Me either. Who knows? All right, listen. Uh, so there's there's the deal. We might be having snow tomorrow. Um, Milwaukee has a 78% chance to see 4-plus inches. And normally, some people might say, hey, that's a good thing. Uh, but when it comes to snow, absolutely not. Sheboygan has a 65% chance of getting over 4 inches. There's going to be a lot of that you heard. uh, And and Jessica and the rest of the WTMJ News team will keep us updated as things get closer. So it's going to start... Oh, United States Reserve. Thank you, Texer. Uh, Another 414. Not a fan of the... Oh, Army Reserves. Okay. I got it. Um, And uh, not a fan of the snow from the 414 either. Yeah, I'm... I'm, Sorry, I was taking a call there. That's all right. Listen, people calling in to complain that we're talking about the snow. No, he was just telling
1: me about how... uh Older people than us, even, together, um, running marathons and people meeting them, how they're running uh, burger miles and whatnot. So pretty impressive stuff and making me just feel terrible about myself that 75-year-olds are completing races.
0: Oh, there's a lot of things that people older than me do that uh, make me feel less than. I'm shamed all the time. I see see, uh, older people squat down, and I'm like, look at those knees, and I'm very jealous of them. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know, my wife's grandmother uh, passed away when she was in her late 80s. When our daughter was born, she would come down and help out when I was on the road. This woman, it, it's, that, it's that sturdy, uh, she was kind of from rural Michigan, grown up during the Depression. She was a hearty woman, really sweet, really nice, and she could squat next to our daughter on the floor for hours. Like squat, and I'm like, how are you able to do that? But then you know, I still I I commend people who run marathons and stuff. Um, I could never do it. Two of my brother, one of my brothers used to compete in Ironman competitions, uh, and I thought he was you know out of his mind. This doesn't even sound fun. No, he it's, was miserable when he was no.
1: done. Yeah, he those, was they're miserable. just tired after, and like, I need a beer, I need carbs. It's like, no, that, I don't want to, like, the legit My, Iron Men, like the really long ones? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no.
0: Yeah, he was doing legit ones. He had he he had given up drinking, and he replaced that with crazy exercise. No oh, God. So, yeah, he was doing the legit Iron Man. He, like... Went out to ones in Colorado and all different places. And, with the, and it was just insane. And then my youngest brother decided one year he was going to do the Chicago Marathon. He finished it. And, you know, they got to wrap you in tinfoil at the end like you're a baked potato so that you don't explode. And uh, he was like, I'm never doing that again. That was He, he finished. He crossed it off his bucket list. He was, he was fine, but it, it almost killed him. 414, you did your first Ironman at age 61? Oh, my God. First of all, congratulations. Second, you're not allowed to text us anymore because you shamed us. Um, that No, that's incredible. I All right, I would love – 414, if you want to call in, please do because that fascinates me. What What led up to this? Because I'm guessing you had to be in pretty good physical shape leading up to that. You know, it wasn't like on your 60th birthday, you said, Man, I better get out of this chair. Yeah, that's got to be a multi year
1: training program. Yeah, this
0: is a lifelong thing. This is, I'm guessing this is a person who was an avid runner anyway, probably a pretty good swimmer, because that supposedly is, well, according to my brother, the swimming in open water is the hardest part. I believe that. Waves and currents and all that. Um, So you've probably done all these things for a long, long time because nobody, I don't think anybody starts that intense physical activity at that age. So this is something maybe you've been building up to since you were, I don't know, 30, 40, 10, however old you were when you started that. All right, we got to take a quick break because um, the other day we were talking about anybody being above the law and uh, oh boy well we're going to get into it a little bit the former president uh has raised the the ante again on what might happen if he is indicted we'll talk about that for a little bit and do so much more it's wtmj nights this is wtmj nights truth is i am iron man (laughs) And the truth is, I am not. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Knights, Uh, Our texter from the 414 who said that they did their first Ironman at age 61 texted back uh, saying it was his late life crisis after retirement. Wow. So you retired and then you started training for an Ironman. Congratulations. That's that, That's phenomenal. crazy.
1: Yeah. Good on you.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: you know. Shout out for I retiring people. that early too.
0: Yeah. How about that? That's all right. This, this person's doing all right. You're winning at life. Congrats. That's And I don't mean that snarky. I mean, that that's very good. From the 262, my daughter and her husband are leaving next week to run the Paris Marathon on April 2nd. That sounds like an excuse just to go to Paris. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, then you run a couple blocks. You go, you know what, eh, I need some wine and uh, some bread. I'm just going to sit down. Put on the beret, pretend you ran. Tell Come back, tell everybody you ran the Paris Marathon. You did? Oh yeah, I do that. S just... cargo speed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is that a French horn? Uh, I don't know what that noise was, but that was the that was snail. S cargo.
0: S cargo. I got the joke, and then I thought you were throwing in a crazy sound effect. Nope, nope. To, I got it right now. It. That
1: was engineering's board. We're good. I got it. Figured it out.
0: All right, I thought you were doing like one of those crazy morning zoo slide whistles. You de- you made a nice joke. And then, no, no, no,
1: Apologi- apologies for that. That was not supposed to happen,
0: but I did fix it. No, you did Listen, you did fine. Uh, oh, for the they run for the beer. French beer. Ooh, that sounds good. I would, you know. Like, are the French known for beer? I don't know. I'm not sure what the French are known for other than uh, snarky comments and wine and the Eiffel Tower and rolling over when... Uh, Axis powers try to take over the Mm, country. Yeah, that's what I know him for. Yeah, brought back a little World War II uh, pain. Sorry. Napoleon. Can't can't shake it, French. Can't shake it. Letting their airspace be invaded. Oh, well, that's listen. what are we going to do? All right, we're going to talk about this after the news, uh, the former president's comments. We're only going to talk about it for a minute, only because it's a big story today. And uh, it's one of those things where it goes back to earlier in the week when we were talking about our people above the law. And then we've got snacks. Here here's the here's the beauty of this show. We're gonna talk about the former president's uh veiled, thinly veiled threats on Truth Social, and then go to snacks that are gone forever. So <laughs> no matter what you're looking for, the range. we're gonna give it to you here on WTMJ Nights.
1: Brian
0: Noonan, WTMJ Nights. Excited for a Friday, more excited to have you jump in on the show, 855-616-1620. That is the Old National Bank Talk and text Line, Old National Bank. Get old. Uh, we're, we we're talking about running and marathons and Paris and all sorts of things. And now, uh, even though it's Friday, this story came out today and it, it was a big story. So I thought we might as well touch on it. And I know anytime we talk about the former president, people get upset. On both sides, oh man, everything uh, you know, everything is politically motivated, blah blah blah. But this story kind of takes us back to something we talked about earlier in the week. And if you weren't here, here it boils down to this: everybody says no one is above the law, and yet we all know for a fact that there are a lot of people who are above the law that get away with all kinds of things. And one law that is on the books is. It is a federal law that you are not allowed to incite imminent lawless action. And, you know, the former president, you could argue, did that uh, a number of times before January 6th. And I believe he did it again today, well, yesterday morning, between 1 and 2 a.m. on Truth Social. And uh, you be the judge because we all know nothing is going to happen to the former president because of this it just strikes me as how do how is this still allowed how are we how are we still putting up with this and i'm not shocked anymore and i'm not you know i'm not going to get into uh this or that oh somebody said this because i don't remember any politician whether republican or democrat calling for violence so You know, back in the day, the former president loved to get on Twitter at all hours and tweet out all kinds of craziness. We talked about it ad nauseum. Everybody covered all the tweets. Well, now he's on Truth Social, um, the platform that he created. And last night, as I said, between 1 and 2 a.m., the president went on and he went off on Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg uh, because the, the rumor is, and it's still just a rumor, that there's an indictment coming. Uh, So, quote, what kind of person can can charge another person, in this case, a former president of the United States who got more votes than any sitting president in history and leading candidate by far for the Republican Party nomination with a crime when it is known by all that no crime has been committed and also that potential death and destruction in such a false charge could be catastrophic to our country? Why and who would do such a thing? Only a degenerate psychopath that truly hates the USA. That is the end of the post on True Social. Um, Now, earlier in the week, uh, he also called Alvin Bragg, who happens to be an African-American, the first African-American district attorney in Manhattan, an animal. And then he mocked the people in his own party who were telling people to either protest peacefully Or not at all. And to be clear, I am not against people protesting peacefully. You know, you got a beef? Okay. That's part of the thing. Um, This was another quote from Donald Trump's Truth Social. Our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. So he's going against the Democratic district attorney. He's going against his own party and he's inciting violence. Tommy, you know this. I can't do what people used to call a call to action. I can't go on the air and tell people they should storm, you pick a government building. I'm not going to say it because somebody will take it out of context to go, see, see what he did. I can't tell people to uh, go out into the streets and commit violence because they're upset about something. Because that's against the law. And so I it goes back to another, yes, it is against the law. who's going to enforce it, and who does it get enforced upon? It just was a very a very strange story in a very listen, if you're and I, I know we're talking about a person who doesn't who defies some types of logic, where people going, uh, people say, well, you know, most people wouldn't do this. Well, that doesn't apply to Donald Trump. So I would imagine if I was facing an indictment, even if I believed that there was absolutely no case that they had, I would I would keep my mouth shut other than to say, listen, these charges are false. There's no grounds for an indictment. If an indictment comes down, all charges will be answered in court, but that's just me. That's me going. I don't. I don't, I don't know if I really want to upset the district attorney and uh, the courts and everything else, and then call for everybody to be fired that has ever ever wronged me. Uh, it's crazy so how we, you talk when you got a little bit of money, man. You know what? When you when you have a lot of money and you think that you can get away with everything, because well, quite frankly, you have gotten away with pretty much everything. You are fearless. And I don't know if it's a fearless based in delusion or just a fearlessness that you've that like he's always had, but now it's coming out. And then listen, as people get older, they do get a little they say stuff. Old people say whatever's on their mind. They don't care. What do they have to lose? They've lived, you know, they've lived a long time. It's like Grandpa Simpson. He doesn't care anymore. They'll just shout it out. So maybe the death and destruction, if the charges are filed. I don't know, it's uh, worrisome. Unfo- well, the good news is his call for protest protests were not uh, really heated on Monday. There were a few people outside in New York, uh, not too many. I did like, this is the last political thing I'll say today, uh, Jim Jordan, who I think is a, a piece of human garbage, um, he was asked by a reporter today if he had read the president's statement and he said no i haven't read it yet He said oh well here it is and they went well i, I can't really read it i don't have my glasses <laughs> how about if somebody read it to you all right we're going to uh, we're going to get back to our regular friday mentality um, we'll see now again the there's a chance an indictment comes down Next week, we all predicted on the Monday that it was not going to happen. Tuesday, which we were right. Uh, it hasn't happened all week, which is right now. Everybody now, now it's well. Maybe the DA doesn't have the case he thought he did, or well, we've got to you know we let other people testify, which is which is fine. If there's more witnesses that you think are important to the case on either side, you got to listen to them. But stop stretching this out. If you've been investigating him for years on this, you either have it or you don't. And I'm sure most attorneys would agree with me. You know you know after this much time if you have it. And I know there's special circumstances, for, but I have to believe that you know what you've got. And either you have the evidence or you don't. And if you don't, you got to tuck your tail, hang your head, and just move on. All right. We love to talk about all sorts of things. One of them's is one of them's is snacks. Wow, what happened to me? One of them is snacks. We enjoy snacks. Some snacks are gone forever. We'll talk about some of those snacks you wish were still around. Uh we've got a lot to get to, so I'm going to zip it and move on. It's WTMJ Night.
1: Swing low and the trumpets they go. Who, who is this? Uh,
0: this is Jason Derulo. Oh, I, I know
2: that name.
0: That's why I like working with you and Justin, your young sensibilities. This
1: song's like 10 years old.
0: That's what I mean, young sensibilities. 10 years old. That, that's still new to me, Tommy. That's that's uh, Your punk kids are listening to that. Ten You've heard of Jason Derulo. I've heard I'm, of Jason Derulo. Yes. yes, I've heard of him. I, I, but... I don't know if you play, obviously I know the name, but if you played me any of his songs, I would not be, able, if you said, is this Jason Derillo or Japanese Breakfast? Mm, a good callback from yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. I try, Well, I read up on Japanese Breakfast a little today. Just <laughs> I was like, I like the name. I like the headshot. They're going to be at Summerfest. I'm going to read up a little. Now you're going to uh, go be Japanese a big breakfast. Japanese Breakfast fan. What if I start showing up in a kimono and kabuki makeup? Yeah. Yeah. I could see you doing that. That would be fun. Those shoes I couldn't do though. The wooden like they're almost like wooden flip flops, but they're sandals and they're for how hard like somebody, you go
1: for Mardi Gras. I could see you going that hard for Japanese
0: breakfast. I could go Japanese breakfast till it came to the footwear. You okay, know? all right. Like I'll do a I'll I'll do John Belushi's uh, Samurai Summerfest visitor. Do
1: a Do a that marathon that, in the in the wood clogs like that.
0: I can't do it, I can't, I couldn't walk from my car to the Summerfest gate in those wooden clogs. That would just be too much, plus it'd be noisy. You know, I'm big, I'm wearing wooden clogs, it sounds like the Clydesdales are coming down the street. Nobody wants to be terrified that I'm coming down. First of all, they're gonna look and they're gonna see, you know, me uh, kind of Gene Simmons versus, uh, mixed with John Belushi, mixed with, you know, Tom Cruise from The Last Samurai, and all, and then they're going to hear the clunk, clunk, nice clunk comparing can. yourself
1: to Tom Cruise in there a little bit
0: well you know why not you got to throw somebody y- you in. might Wait be on. a foot taller than him but at least come on let's be honest Tom Cruise short most hot most big hollywood stars are short there are very few tall hollywood celebrities and i know that from being out there and actually auditioning for things and being told I was too tall because the first time it happened, I was auditioning for a Sandra Bullock film. And the audition went pretty well. And my agent, I was like, "Do you hear anything? He goes, yeah, I heard something. I'm like, oh, boy. He goes, no, they said you did great, um, but you're way too tall because Sandra Bullock is like, I don't know, three foot eight. They're all very tall. she She
1: did that whole – she did the blind side. What do you mean? Like that's – the guy's a giant
0: in that movie they didn't right, want her to look play like cat. she didn't play blindside she played mom right but and she was always wearing if you think about it one she was always wearing very high heels as that woman and two they could do a lot with camera angles okay no they're trust me man they are tiny tiny then i saw the guys that got the the guy that got the part of auditioned for he didn't look very big he look very big at all. The tallest celebrity I ever ran into was Freddie Boom Boom Washington from uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. I, I have no idea what that's past. from. I know that's a, I didn't figure you would, but every uh, the any other thing I was on, like even Bryan Cranston, not that tall. You you got to go
1: for the spots where Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell are getting.
0: Yeah, I got to get all those. I got to get all those kind of roles. Well, do you have any tall people? Uh, who are your leads? Tom Cruise and Danny DeVito. I'm out. No shot. No shot at all. You are never, never going to see me co starring with Danny DeVito. No Vern unless Troyer they, movies. Huh? I said no Vern Troyer movies. No, unless they're doing like a Master Blaster remake. Could you and imagine <laughs> he's your shoulders. mini me? Just a mini Brian Noonan walking around everywhere? Oh, that's too much anger to be jammed down in that tiny a body. The boiling ball of fury would make him explode. I'd pay Wouldn't for it. it. You'd pay to see Vern Troyer explode playing a mini me, just looking like you. Yeah, <laughs> that would be all right. I don't know. I don't know how I should take that. If I should take that uh, as a as a slam or as a compliment, who knows? Or either, or both. Doesn't matter. Uh, all right, we got to do this. We'll get to we'll get to things that I told you we were going to get to. But it, John Wayne, Clint Eastward were very tall. Okay, Claude, correct. Clint Eastwood, very tall. John Wayne, you're going back a ways, though, for your your Hollywood uh, celebrity. Princess Pride. Andre the Giant. Could have been in that. Andre the Giant was a wrestler. And an actor. In one movie. Granted, great movie. One of my top 10 movies of all time, Princess Pride. But he was an athlete. That'd be like saying that uh, Rosie Greer was an actor. Cause you know he appeared in some stuff, or Will Chamberlain. Shaq is not an actor.
1: Shaq was in a couple movies. He's in Grown Ups too. That's like one of my top ten
0: movies of all time. All right. Shaq was in Grown Ups too. He was. Yeah. I thought he was only in Kazam and Blue Chips.
1: Uh, Yeah, Kazam as well. I know, but I I don't think I've seen Blue Chips.
0: Oh, that was his first movie. That was when he was. uh, That was like almost. A biopic.
1: He's in Good where, Burger as well. They do the interview scene in Good Burger
0: with him. I think. Real, did you? I know you used Good Burger as a as part of the production you did for the Drive. From yeah, the window. I believe. Did it's you see, they're re, redoing Good Burger. Yeah,
1: I'm not not excited for it. I, I hope it's good, but yeah.
0: Keenan is always funny. I don't know what's happened to Kel in the in the years since they broke up. We know Keenan has skyrocketed to fame. Kel, who knows? And I wonder if this is Keenan just, you know, throwing him a bone, going, "All right, brother, we'll, we'll hook you up. You're in. Get you. We'll, we'll remake this movie. You need a paycheck. You're good. Should audition for it.
1: <sighs> yeah. You. I don't. Know you. I, just like run the run the Good Burger.
0: Could be the manager. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. to Just go. Hey, I, I want to come in and audition for this movie. Yeah. You know, mm. I don't know. My auditions have been drying up lately, but anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. We've got to do this. I don't know why. Wow. We went out of, uh, now I'm depressed. It's WTMJ nights. It's uh, going to game coverage. Somebody texted, Claude texted in about Clint Eastwood being a tall celebrity. He is this. I saw this the other day. Uh, Clint Eastwood, I don't know if you know, this is 92 years old. He has not been seen in public for over 400 days. For those of you doing the math at home, that's more than a year. Uh, he was last seen February of 2022 at the AT&T uh, Pebble Beach Pro Am, which is uh, he's been going there for years and years and loves it. So people are saying that uh, you know his health. He, in the spring, he had said he wasn't going to retire. Now there's only two uh, two little projects in post production of his. One is he's playing himself, so um, everybody's worried that his you know health may have taken a turn and time could be finally catching up 92 is uh to still be working at 92 you know and I know Clint Eastwood took some took some knocks back uh, a few years ago you know I still I still love his movies I you know Dirty Harry is a classic never gonna go away yeah I he's classic love yeah the, did you ever see the Any Which Way But Loose or Any Which Way You Can, the one where he travels with the orangutan? Ooh, no, I don't think so. That was a series. I think there's three of them. And he's a truck driver and bare-knuckles boxer, and he travels with an orangutan. And the orangutan also uh, will get in a scrap once in a while. And for no apparent reason, these movies did huge, huge business. And I remember seeing them all. As a kid and thinking, oh man, these movies are hilarious because rarely do you see an orangutan fight a man and uh, just go crazy. And It was, I think, the first starring role for an orangutan in cinema. It could be. All right. It was 1978 that one came out. Any which way you can, came out in 1980. And uh, I'm trying to look up the. I was trying to look up the cast list to see if they give credit to the they give credit to the orangutan but they don't only the only the actors get credit that doesn't seem right at all Clyde was the orangutan thank you Taylor yes I knew it was someday yes so Clyde was the orangutan all right listen enough enough monkey talk we got to get to the news and that comes your way after this on WTMJ Nights the day is over but the night has just begun this is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Friday night. We are here till 7.30, then it's Bucks basketball. The Bucks are in Utah taking on the Jazz. Uh, rumor is Justin Garcia is going to jump in for a little bit. Uh I'm very excited. I always love talking to Justin uh, not about uh, Buck's basketball. He, he handles that very well on, on his own. He doesn't need me piping in, but Tommy we always we always get into some things with Justin that uh, he likes to he likes to take notes about what he's heard so far and I'm hoping he's taking notes and realize you have not seen the Clint Eastwood Classic any which way but loose.
1: Yeah, it usually takes notes on me then ends up judging me even more from there.
0: Well, I understand that because you work with Justin too and uh, you know, you split your time between us and and uh, you know, you're a valued member of the team, but sometimes your youth betrays you.
1: Yeah, he likes to check me. All. He likes to check me. It's all right. I get it. Listen, he's, he's looking uh, he's out. That's him. what I take it as. You you take it as what? He's looking out for me. That's what always I always look it as. out. Yeah. Always looking out. Good yeah.
0: looking out, Justin. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that how the kids say it? Good looking out. Good, good looking out. Yeah, right. Good Just like that. Out.
0: You nailed it. That's what they. Yeah, that's what they say in Good Burger. I don't know what they say. I never saw Good Burger.
1: So oh go. my gosh! What? Stop it. First it's,
0: it's of all, it's like
1: any Clint Eastwood movie underneath Good Burger.
0: Any Clint Eastwood movie underneath Good Burger? Oh, my
1: goodness. (laughs) All these people coming at me on the text line now, probably. All
0: right. First of all, tell me you've seen Unforgiven. Uh, Is that the one where he says, get off my lawn?
1: No. Uh. (laughs) That's what I know Clint Eastwood from. And uh, Trouble
0: with the Curve. (laughs) That's El Camino.
1: There you go. Yeah. (laughs)
0: No, El, El Camino and Unforgiven could not be further apart. Uh, genre. Uh, Unforgiven was an Academy Award-winning film. It's a western, and it is one of the most perfect movies in existence. Well, that's what he started with was westerns, right? He started with he started with spaghetti westerns. In, well, he was on TV in Rawhide. And then he went to Italy with Sergio Leone, did uh, a number of spaghetti westerns there. Then he came back, and then it was Dirty Harry that made him, you know, huge. Sure. And he just, Dirty Harry and then Magnum Force and all of those, and he just uh, played Misty for me was another big one. I mean,
1: the guy's been acting three times my age in years. Yeah. like he,
0: He's been around forever. He's a classic, uh, Mike in Whitewater. Justin, you're killing me uh, with uh, three exclamation points in an LOL. See, it's not even Justin. It's t-
1: I'm not even. It's not even. No, that. this is Tommy. I know. So it's it's messing with everyone's
0: schedule being a Friday. I know everybody just. Hey, well, listen, I still get I, <laughs> I still get called the wrong names. So it's okay, whatever. As long as you're listening, we're happy you're here. You don't have, you know, we, we don't have journals anymore that you have to fill out and put our names in there. So that's all right. Yeah, Gran Torino, or not El Camino, right? It's Gran Torino. El, was, yeah, El okay, Camino, okay. El Camino was the Breaking Bad sequel movie. That was the movie after uh, Breaking Bad that they but that was El Camino. El Torino, Gran Torino. Grand Torino because that was the car that the kid tried to steal from his garage. Yes, he's the one who wanted you off his lawn. That's old cranky Clint Eastwood, which is pretty much Clint Eastwood has pretty much been old cranky Clint Eastwood forever. but we should all right here's what we need to do, Tommy we need to we need to each come up with a list of movies that the other one should watch if they haven't. Okay, I can do that because I will uh, I will listen I will watch Good Burger. If it's, uh, if it's on your list and you say, listen, you got you to, gotta, and then we'll do generational movie reviews. Yeah, I so like that. So you have to watch some movies that I feel are worth watching that you haven't seen. And I'm going to put Unforgiven on that list right now. We can have drive through Window and the Drive-In Theater. That's right. That's Yes. And it'll be generational. So I'll have to watch movies that you found very popular. I'm guessing I, I don't even know other than Good Burger what they could be. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll come up with lists, and then we'll compare them and see, all right, maybe there's ones I think you haven't seen that you have seen. Uh, Justin can jump in on this too if he would like to give you a list of movies. Um, Taylor says, any movie with Sandra Locke, including The Gauntlet and The Outlaw Josie Wells. The Gauntlet, Taylor? I can't believe you brought up The Gauntlet. Now, Tommy, I'm not going to put that on the list, but you may. your appetite for Clint Eastwood may be whetted by Unforgiven, and you'll go back to the gauntlet, which I remember seeing at a theater with my father. And without, I won't give you a spoiler, but I'll give you the basic premise of this movie and see if it sounds like something you may wanna see. Clint Eastwood is a police detective and he's not really a great detective. And there is a hooker in Vegas who is going to testify against not only corrupt police, but I believe the mob as well. And so the corrupt higher-ups send Clint out to get the the hooker and drive her back or bring her back from Vegas to testify, knowing that they don't want either one of them to come back. And they must then run the gauntlet to try to get back. Oh, okay, yeah. And there is a scene, um, <laughs> and this is not a spoiler, I don't think, Uh, And the movie's probably 30 years old. So if you haven't seen it by now, I'm not spoiling it. Uh, There's a scene where there are so many gunshots that it makes a house fall down. (laughs) And I remember even as a young person seeing this going, I don't think that's possible. (laughs) I don't think you can shoot at a house so much that it actually falls down. Now, I'm sure there's some firearms experts listening that are going to go, well, uh, Brian, it depends on the firearm and the caliber and uh, the, the range that you're firing from and everything else. But, uh, yeah, overall, you could knock down a house with but bo- Shut up. I don't care. It's in a movie. It's crazy. So, yeah, go see that. Sandra Locke, uh, she was always great. You're in radio, Tommy. You might like, might like play Misty for me. He plays a DJ. Okay. But, a, uh, but again, that's not on the list. The only Clint Eastwood right now on the list is Unforgiven. So we'll work. For, we'll work on that for next. Uh, let's try to have our list by Tuesday. I can do that when we are next together. We'll be back on uh, schedule next week. Yes, back on schedule, and uh, we'll go from there. And we'll start it. Uh, we'll start it off. So all right, let's do this. Then we'll hit a couple things, and then it's basketball time. See how time flies on a Friday when we're just having a good time. It's WTMJ Nights. It is Brian Noonan on WTMJ Nights, joined by Justin Garcia, the man who you hear pre- and post-Bucks games. He's getting ready for a big game in Utah against the Jazz, but we always like to talk to Justin about all kinds of other things. Uh, Justin, welcome. Can you believe Tommy has not seen uh, really any Clint Eastwood movies? Uh,
2: yeah, I can believe that. So I, I do have to confess, I've seen a handful. I believe I've seen unforgiven um anything that would, anything prior to that i have not i know I've, I've seen all of the 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 entire dirty harry series parts yeah. of it but i don't think i've ever seen one of those films straight through and then um the recent clint eastwood films are they're a tough watch they're pretty they are miss. they
0: are very very tough watches the mule and crime macho yeah. and those kind of but I'm just saying like unforgiven if I if I had to pick one Clint eastwood movie for time you know to put on the list and you're welcome I don't know if you heard me say we'd love to have you in the generational drive-through drive in as well because uh we're all we're both coming up with five movies that we think the other person has to see and since the three of us represent different ages oh, five. um Oof. You know, yeah, just well, we can start with five. If you want to do your list longer, you can add, you can add longer. I'm trying to come up with, come up with some. I'm definitely going to bring some honorable mentions. (laughs) Okay. I will have, yeah, I'm going to have more. I I already have, I already have five and I'm like, oh, this is, this doesn't even scratch the surface. So we could go more than five and we'll, we'll give them to the other guys. We'll mix them up and then we'll all, uh, we'll watch them and then we'll review them.
2: Now, um. What is your stance on because Clint Eastwood is also there's a handful of the the Clint Eastwood movies that he hasn't actually starred in uh, I think American Sniper was one of those didn't he do Sully too?
0: yes, he directed them
2: okay what what is your and, stance on those
0: well i you know I, this this was not all about Clint. This just came up because I was talking about how most uh, movie stars are very short, and somebody brought up Clint um <laughs> There's Is he short? Is he notoriously short? No, he's notoriously oh, okay. tall. I was, was going to say, and yeah. that's one of the listeners yeah. pointed out. Well, well, they used Clint Eastwood, and um, who was the other person that they used that's uh, were tall? John Wayne. And I was like, yeah, but the, you're going back pretty far. And then there was a story that Clint hasn't been seen in public for over 400 days. And so suddenly we started talking about Clint, and then it led to Clyde the orangutan and. <laughs> You know, it, it's got us th- through this last half hour. Uh, Vince,
2: yeah. Vince Vaughn is
0: uh, pretty tall. That was what studio. I thought.
2: Vaughn is oh, tall. Yep. Will Farrell is tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. And by the way, huh? uh, I may, this is very controversial, and I'm not trying Uh-oh. to come out here and make hot takes, I but like he just stood up. I uh, I might enjoy Vince Vaughn's entire library of work more than Will
0: Farrell's. I thought you were going to say Clint Eastwood wow, and Brian that is was going take. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna be honest, Vince Vaughn came out of the gate strong. He did. There was and a little, mm, yeah, he's yeah. been limping a little bit lately, but uh, there made, have been, and there have been a lot of, there've been some straight to streaming Vince Vaughn vehicles.
2: Some of those are not bad, I'll say that. The okay. uh, the the what the handful of recent ones he's done, I think, dragged me across concrete. My old whatever. school I, oh, I, love, old school. I was,
0: have you seen that one? Yeah, because yeah, I did see it. I have it. It, it, it. I read something about it the other day that it was trending, and then I turn on Netflix. It is. It's a trending movie. Yeah, uh, supposedly very violent, and it uh, is incredibly cop- violent. I don't mind that.
2: I think so. He's violent. done like two or three of those, well, like three of those movies, re- somewhat recently, that are all pretty similar. I can't remember. I've seen them all, sadly. I can't remember <laughs> if uh, "Drag Me Across Concrete." Is the one where Mel Gibson co-stars with him too? Yes, was, that's Mel. Gibson. Okay, okay, yeah, that one was my favorite of the three very mediocre Vince Vaughn films that he's done recently. But you know, you go back to the mid two thousands, his fastball was it was really strong. I, I mean, yeah, he I'm started. At go, wedding
0: Crashers. Yeah, the internship was okay. Dodgeball was phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. Um, the breakup, for what it was, was okay. Loved it. Now I don't know. Brawl in Cell Block 99. Saw so That's one of the recent <laughs> three. <Okay. laughs> that I was talking about bald as well. And very angry looking. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, it's I a did tough like sell. Freaky. Freaky. Oh was kind yeah, of fun. yeah, yeah. The uh, the where he switches bodies, basically, or it let, yeah. the serial killer or whatever. Yeah.
0: Fred Claus, we
2: watch every year. Oh, you do. So, okay. okay. What about Four Christmases? Hmm. I've never seen. Oh, Ford. you've got to add that one. Add it Tommy. to the list. Yeah. add it to the, there. You go. <laughs> you know, the other movie I was thinking about too that I would add, and it would be on my generational list because Stone Cold said so. The unauthorized biography of Stone Cold Steve Austin, one of the greatest athletes of our time. Great. Wow. You can find it on. Peacock. I like
0: Steve. Va- uh, what was the movie where he was a convict dropped on an island? Oh, uh, was that the Expandables? No, it, it was. Oh it no! Up. We'll take a break. I'll fi- we'll figure it out during the break. We got to do this. Justin Garcia here. We're not talking basketball. We got plenty of time to talk basketball when the Bucks take on the Jazz tonight. We're talking movies and all kinds of silliness here on WTMJ nights. It's made the list. Justin Garcia is with me. Tommy's here. We're talking. Now, Steve, now Stone Cold Steve Austin has been thrown into the mix. It was the Condemned, yeah. was the movie I was thinking yeah. of. Also, I think I said the Expandables instead the of expandable. the Expandables. Well, that was that was. Didn't he do a Son of Flubber remake? Did he? Is that what what he was expanding? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't realize he'd been in like sixteen movies. Oh, he's a he's a great thespian.
2: They they always put the wrestlers <laughs> in movies. He is also in Tommy's apparently favorite film, Grown Ups Two. That was the joke, just to get
0: Shaq in there.
1: The first grown Ups oh, is better Shacky than the second Gr- one.
0: Was Shaq grown ups too? He was. Well, so was Stone Cold. Wow. What a what a range on that one. Yeah, re- <laughs> a lot of range. Um A lot of range. All right, so these lists are going to be very these lists are going to be very interesting. Cuz I I I like the direction that Tommy's going cuz I know it's all movies that came from the uh the Nickelodeon days. You know, there's going to be some Amanda Bynes movies in there, uh, maybe uh my I'm not Cyrus even that movie. old, I, but yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, you're not that old?
0: I'm just saying, I'm not.
1: Amanda Bynes is even before my time. I know who she is, but oh still, God. yeah, I, I'm telling Are you. Are
0: there any of yours other than Good Burger that aren't animated?
1: I was looking at a list of other <laughs> movies just to see around. There might you be a couple on a there. You're a big
2: animated guy?
1: I like I like animated films. See, even when I was a kid. Animation
2: didn't do. It. I didn't like cartoons. Still don't like really. Did you
0: never watch any of the Disney movies or anything? No. Pixar?
2: No, I did not. I saw. Really? I saw Toy Story.
1: Banger. Um, that may be it. I Have mean, you I know... seen Monsters Inc? No. Oh my god. What?
0: What was it about, or what is it about animation? Is it? Does it freak you out? No, I does was. It, uh... You just don't like it. I was just a serious kid, Of know? course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stone Us. Cold movies, yeah. that's watching what it was. Watching the
2: news in 2020. No, um, I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, I just never really liked it.
0: Listen, I'm seven. I got uh, to read the New York Times. I got to okay. watch CNN. My I my time, time for it was cartoons. Hugh Downs. So right. I doing crossword
1: puzzles instead of watching movies. Yeah, yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, no, I gotta saw... got
0: SummerSlam. I don't <laughs> have time for your
1: Woody and Buzz.
2: Back in the day, too, when SummerSlam was actually during the day, I mean that was the life for a kid. <laughs>
0: There's, the more we talk about this, the more excited I am to watch watch the movies on your on the list that you guys present next Tuesday. I'll have some. We'll have we'll have some, and uh, and then next time we talk to Justin, you will you will have some as well. It's. Uh, Are you? We started the show talking about this horrible weather that's coming tomorrow, Justin. Are you excited? Do you have your snow shovel ready? I don't know why I say snow shovel. I think I might have had a head injury during the break.
2: I I don't, and uh, maybe it's just pure ignorance. I'm kind of in the, I'll believe it when I see it. Wow.
1: I don't
0: think it's pure ignorance. I think it's uh, cynicism because we've been warned about this for the last month, every weekend it seems. But I guess we will see. Uh, all right, we got to start getting out of here. Bucks basketball coming up next. Any uh, quick prediction? Big win for the Bucks tonight, Justin. Um,
2: I do think they'll win, and it's going to be a special night for Joe Ingles, who's back in Utah.
0: All right, Justin Garcia coming up after this. Thanks for listening, being part of the show. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a wonderful night. Bucks basketball next on WTMJ.